Welcome to another episode of Sammy Spotlight at 90.5 WGMC Milligan Radio, a show about the people, academics, sports, life, and culture at Milligan University. Today I have with me two guests from Milligan's women's soccer team who are currently in season, Lauren and Taylor. Hello, welcome to the studio, thank you for coming today. Please tell us some about yourself, what's your name, where are you from, and what's your major in grade? Uh, I'm Lauren, I'm from England, London specifically, um, and I'm majoring in economics. Okay. <clears throat> I'm Taylor, I'm a graduate student here at Milligan, I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee, and I'm getting my MBA this year. Okay. So, we're going to start with a little bit of an icebreaker with the theme, how well do you know your teammate? <laughs> <laughs> so, easy as pie, um, the correct answer is just shout the name of the person who is more likely or describe at this statement, or both if you all have that in common. Um, so, one, definitely a morning person. Neither. <laughs> Neither. <laughs> Soccer team has practice in the afternoon. So yeah. <laughs> thankfully. Um, we'll have no shame in singing karaoke at a birthday party in front of strangers. Taylor. Yeah. Taylor. <laughs> okay. Prefers water over Gatorade. Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoys spending time in the bus slash van with the team. Um, both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Most likely to ace a math test without studying. Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> Always hungry before, during, and even after practice. Lauren, 100%. <laughs> Most likely to know all the names of paintings and artists during the humanities exams. Yeah, uh, you right now. You're in humanities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Lauren. Um, Most likely to pet all the cute dogs in the street. Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> Least likely to be late for school or practice. Me. I'd say both. We're both normally on time. Yeah. Okay. Nice job. And last but not least in the introduction section, what's your favorite drink or fall treat this time of year? Mm. Hot chocolate. Yeah. I I was going to say a pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks. So let's take us to the beginning of your journey in soccer. How did you get into it? How And how did it ultimately lead you to Milligan? Um, I started playing when I was about four. No one in my family had played. My parents just, like, put me in it and were trying me in multiple different sports. Um, and I just stuck with it. Like, I loved it ever since I was little. And I just kept playing through middle school and high school. Started playing competitively in middle school. And I came to Milligan, got recruited my sophomore year, signed as a senior, and been here ever since. Nice, nice. Mine's quite similar. Um, my mum signed me up playing when I was about three. Um, my dad was always like the sport, but my mum really didn't. Um, and then, yeah, from then, they kind of realised that I really enjoyed it and the coaches told them to keep me in it, so I kind of just carried on playing. Um, and then I signed for an agency who brought me over here. Nice. So both of you started soccer at a pretty young age. Yeah, yeah. Now you're in college. And how does that shape your life in a way? Like, does it feel like a responsibility or is it more something that you truly enjoy? Um, I think sometimes, like, you can get burnout and it'll feel like a responsibility. But I think, like, as I've gotten older, especially in my college career, like, I see it um, 
as a gift and like something to not take for granted. So I think, especially in my fifth year, like every day when I show up to practice and I get to put my cleats on, it's like, this is something that I truly love and it's almost a part of me. So it's kind of the question of, you know, what's going to happen when that's taken away. So I think for me, it's really been a blessing in my life and not something that I've ever taken for granted. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's the same. It's kind of like an escape from reality and it's a good way to just have fun and enjoy yourself. That's really nice. Does your team play a big part in this? Like, does the dynamic with Milligan co like athletes and teammates make you feel this way? Oh yeah, definitely. I think when I think of what I'm gonna miss the most, it's gonna definitely be the people and the relationships. Because I think I do truly love the sport, but I think the sport isn't what it is without the people. And I think this year, especially, we have a great team, a brand new team. Um, and John, it's his second year, and I think it's made all the difference, especially in my last year of showing me, you know, the people are what I really do enjoy about the sport. Yeah, I think there's a great social aspect to it as well, and I felt really welcome coming here, and it just makes the sport more enjoyable. Yeah. So, Lauren, remind me, this is your first year? Yeah. Okay, so international student, which is not easy at <laughs> all. I, I I'm also an international student, and yeah. I can relate to that. So having a good team definitely makes a difference. Um, so moving into the game season, um, which is the core when it when it's a competitive sport, such as soccer, like you are here at Milligan with like going to school, but at the same time you have this responsibility of being a student athlete. So you have to show up to practice every day. You have to be prepared not only to get good grades, but also to score and to be there for your teammates. What were some of your expectations previous to the start of your current soccer season, like back in August? Yeah, I think when we sat down in preseason, we sat down and made some team goals, and it was based on GPA, based on rankings and how we want to do. And I would say we've done pretty well so far, but I think what's really going to matter is if we're ready when it counts and when we get into tournament play. Um, we've lost a couple games recently, but I think especially this season is going to end with how you bounce back and how we're going to handle that adversity rather than just how those couple games went. That's very important because this season has been a little bit of an up and down. Yeah, describe it like that. What about you, Lauren? Um, yeah, I would probably agree. Like, we've had some ups and downs, won some games that were kind of not expected to, but also lost some that we should have won. So we have to just play when it counts. That's very important. Did you happen to do some preparation for this summer, like preseason, or did you get a break during the summer? Uh, no, we didn't get a break. <laughs> we move in two weeks before all the other students move in, and we have a preseason where we train multiple times a day. And then our summer is filled with a running packet. So almost every day of the week we're running, um, trying to get fit for our fitness test when we come in. So there's no stop. Lauren, did you do some preparation beforehand? Like, um, with what? my previous club, we have a tournament that we do in the summer in Denmark. Mm -hmm. So I played there. Um And yeah, really enjoy it there. That's nice. So you can fit into yeah. the season. Yes. That's really nice. So this month, as we came to talk about it, we've had some wins and some losses. 
like you had an 11 to 0 win game against the Kentucky Christian University a couple of weeks ago and then you lost the game to the zero against Reinhardt how have these performances reflected your training and also how do you stay motivated when you play against a strong opponent or you just have a like an unpredicted loss yeah I think um when we played Chirp McConnell we lost two to one and they've hardly been scored on this season so I think that was a good thing for us to actually score on them and then I think with Reinhardt you know they're a nationally ranked team only lost two to nothing and I think the score didn't really reflect the game, and I think that's hard sometimes when you play so well, but you um, give some unfortunate goals to the other team. So I think some of our hard games that we've had, we've played very well, and I think the easier games, we've kind of souped down to that level. So I think in our next couple games, we need to find the energy that we had playing those tough opponents. Lauren, which one do you think has been your best game, and which one do you think has been your most challenging game? Um, I think as a team, we definitely work better under challenge. So I think Montreal was a great game. We lost that 1-0, but um, if you were to look at the stats, you'd definitely think we'd win. Um, We had lots of shots and things like that. Um, But the game yesterday was a bit of a struggle. Um, We couldn't really find our feet in the game, and that's what led us to lose. What was your perspective on yesterday's game at the end? Um, what were some things that you talked about after? What are some things that you're trying to modify for the next game coming up? Yeah, I think obviously our heads were down after the game, and I think it was kind of an unexpected loss. But I think we didn't come out with the right intensity or the right effort in the first half. And when you do that, you lose half of the game. So we kind of had to come back the second half, and we just couldn't do it. So I think going into next game, we know that the intensity has to be higher. Um, we're playing Tennessee Wesleyan and they're top ranked in our conference. So we know that we have to show up. It's our senior night, so we can't let our seniors down either. So I think there's going to be a mentality, especially today in practice of we're still mad about the game yesterday, but we know that we're preparing for the next challenge. Awesome. Awesome. So what are some practices that you employ during your regular life and also during team practice to make your team a more united team? Um, I would say one thing that we do is we pray before every game and we bring in a huddle before every kickoff and I think that kind of sets the tone for the game. Everybody kind of gets to say their piece of what they want to say and I always feel motivated after leaving the huddle. Lauren, what has been the role of your coach and your teammates into integrating into this community, not only in soccer, but also in the academic community? Um, I think my teammates have been a really key component to help me get settled here. Um, They really help with school and everything else like that. Just any questions I have, I know I can ask them and rely on them. That's very nice. So the soccer team is pretty close? Yeah, yeah. How many players do you have this year? Um, I think this year we're around 33 or 34, so a big team this year. Yeah. Is it usually this big? Uh, No, we brought in about 18 freshmen, I think. So, yeah, our team more than doubled in size. (laughs) Wow, wow, that's impressive. And this was, we heard at the beginning of the year that this year was the biggest transfer in freshman class in Milligan's history. 
which is quite impressive. Yeah, yeah. Not surprising based on our numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Impressive. We also got people on the cycling team who are new, but that's great. Yeah. More community, more friends. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have many international students in the team as well? Um, we have four right now. We have two from England, one from the Netherlands, one from Trinidad and Tobago, and then we will have a fifth one joining us in January from Kenya. Awesome. Lauren, how do you feel about the U.S. in general? What were your just your thoughts when you first came here and you were like, okay, I'm going to school here? <laughs> um, I think I thought it was going to be much more different than it is, but it's quite similar to home um, in most aspects. And it's quite easy to adjust to with like a good team and stuff like that. So it hasn't actually been too challenging. Okay. All the humanities exams have gone well so far. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's important. Yeah. Many people struggle with those. <laughs> so going into yesterday's game, what were your goals? Um, I think the goal was definitely to get the win. Um, we needed to score some goals just to help with our goal differential. Um, but I think it just wasn't our day. The ball didn't land in our court, so that was unfortunate. What happened during the first part of the game, Lauren? Um, I think we moved the ball too slowly. Um, we kept it in the middle too much, which is where they were crowding, so we needed to move the ball more out wide. Um, but everyone was just not quite on the front foot, not quite ready. Okay. Why were people not ready? Was there a lack of communication or...? Um, I don't. I don't know if it's one specific thing, but... Um, I think people were just laid back. The mentality from the start just wasn't quite right. Okay. So it was like, we can win this. Yeah. How did things change towards the second part of the game? Um, I think we've always been a second half team. We've gone down 1-0 quite a few times and come back to win 3-1 or something like that. So I think people were quite calm, but like we knew what we needed to do. And we had the desire to do that, but it just wasn't enough. So, Taylor, what were some changes that you saw in the second half of the game? Um, the first one? I think the effort definitely picked up from us. I think we were trying to get forward. Um, so the effort was there in the second half compared to the first. I think it just wasn't going our way. Like, we had the shots, we had the crosses. They just weren't going in. So I think, unfortunately, soccer is like that. Sometimes you can do all the right things, and it, it just still doesn't matter sometimes. Absolutely. I mean, it happens in every sport, and it also happens in life. Sometimes you have all the great intentions, and it just doesn't go through. But you have this next game coming up against a very strong opponent. Um, what are some ways that you are physically and mentally preparing for this? Yeah, I think, honestly, like for me personally, I think, and I think for some other girls, like they're just going to be playing with a little bit of anger. And I think because we did take that We've taken two losses in a row, so I think it's kind of like we have to come back, we have to start winning again, and I think especially playing at home on a weekend, which we haven't done in a while, and it's senior day, like we're playing for more than just a win, but to almost put on a performance at home, so I think that'll be good for our mentality. Lauren, when is this game happening? Um, it's on Saturday. I think it's at five. Seven. Yeah. Seven. Boys play at five, we play at seven. Okay, so this Saturday at 7 p.m., so by the time this show is on air, this game would have happened. So for those people listening, the game happened on Saturday 21st at 7 p.m. So check out the stats and see how the team did. 
and give them some kudos on social media. I think soccer team's pretty active on Instagram, so mm-hmm. go follow them on their Instagram page and just come watch if you are around. Um, so that will be your last game of the semester, or would you have games beyond that? We'll have games beyond that. We should have two more games the following week, and then the tournament will start the week after that. Okay, so look at the schedule on Milligan Sports and come watch some games. Do you have any more home games after that one, or is will this be the last one? Um, next Wednesday is supposed to be a home game, but we don't know if we'll be playing that one or not yet, depending on how many players Union has. They've been forfeiting some games, so kind of up in the air right now interesting yeah so milligan has too many players yeah. you know, like in a little maybe bit we player. should give them some of us <laughs> well we'll see about that I don't, I don't think your coach wants to let go players definitely not yeah maybe lauren we can give <laughs> lauren doesn't want to go to union yeah definitely not no well so now diving into the life of a student athlete we've talked mostly about the soccer ambience and how things work in the field but Honestly, student athlete, not athlete student. Hopefully, <laughs> um, how has this so this soccer team changed your social circle and also your academics? Um, I think that, like I said, um, that everyone on the team is really helpful. They're always like willing to give advice. If you have any questions on anything, um, they'll have or do their best to give you an answer and obviously with the different ages you've got lots of different experiences so there's almost definitely someone that you can ask and with a good answer that's nice so good homework help tutoring I hear <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes so Taylor you are this is your fifth year yeah. um how did your life change going into Milligan just having this team are there some aspects of it that you're gonna take with you beyond yeah I think um, when you come in as a freshman you kind of have like already pre-made friends when you join a team so I think that's good Um, some of my roommates from freshman year are still my best friends to this day and we still talk every single day so I think that's a really sweet experience when you get to play with your teammates every day but you also live with them you go to class with them you do life with them Um, so I think the social environment of it is really really cool and I think it lasts longer than the soccer ever will. So I think that's been really sweet for me to see. So friendships for life beyond yeah, soccer. Yeah. It's more than soccer, I think. And I think as I've gotten older, I've seen the importance of that. Do any of you plan to play soccer professionally later on, or would you be planning on focusing on your careers? Um, I think it's always a goal, but whether that happens or not is obviously a big um, maybe. <laughs> I mean, for now, yeah. but not not all discarded yet yeah Yeah. i think i'll try some adult league (laughs) (laughs) yes i mean that that's awesome like in in latin america where i'm from everybody plays soccer yeah you see kids in the street kicking yeah water bottles around like it's It's culture yeah, yeah yeah absolutely um so now going deeper into the academics what do you plan to do with your career or if you don't have a plan yet, what would you like to do with your career and the things that you learned here at Milligan beyond graduation? Um, so I guess I'm closer, so <laughs> I'll answer it. But, so I'm getting my MBA, like I said, and then after that I'm hoping to continue my job through my internship. So that's doing medical device sales, um, which I really enjoy, and hopefully I can stay in the Tri-Cities and do that. So I think you know what I've learned from Milligan is just being an honest person and having character and 
trying to be a servant leader. And I think especially working in healthcare that I've learned a lot from Milligan that I'm going to be able to take in my career. So it's been cool to have the internship and see that while I've been in college. And then hopefully that'll translate into my full-time job. That's awesome. Yeah, Milligan is great at finding internships and working with students, mm -hmm. especially student athletes. Mm -hmm. So it's awesome that you got that opportunity and also that you're pursuing your career harder. Yeah, yeah. It's been a great experience for sure, and I would recommend it to anybody. Awesome. So I wish you the best, and <laughs> I hope to see you around. I mean, beyond graduation. Yeah, thank you. What about you, Lauren? <laughs> um, I think I'm still a bit far away, but... Um, along the same lines, um, through business and economics, um, I'd quite like to help people, but I'm not really sure exactly what at the moment. Well, I'm pretty sure your teammates will help with some of that. <laughs> business students, I mean, lots of athletes choose business as a career path because yeah. it's very flexible. And Milligan also has, through Handshake and through professors, multiple internships. So I'm sure you'll find your way. But you have a lot of time, so make sure you're enjoying the time that you have with your teammates, especially those like Taylor who have <laughs> experience, like they're really helpful. So thank you so much for coming today to the studio, and I wish you luck in this week's game. And also, we're going to ask the audience to stay tuned in for next Wednesday, the game, if Union has enough players, if they don't end up borrowing some million players. <laughs> <laughs> so... Thank you so much and good luck this Thank week. You. Good luck Thank in academics you. and in everything that the future holds. Hello, welcome to Sammy Spotlight, and today we are live from the studio with Tony. Hello, Tony. How are you doing today? I'm good, Sammy. How are you? Good, good. Well, I am a little bit sad, though, today. Why are you feeling sad today? So, we just heard the interview with the soccer girls, and unfortunately, they lost their game on Saturday. That's always a bummer when the home team loses. Yeah. So they play Tennessee Wesleyan, which is a team that is sitting third in the conference. Yeah. Very good team. Yeah. And Milligan's currently sitting eight. I mean, not bad. A lot of new members in the team, as we heard in the interview. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, give us a rundown in the score. How did it go? Um, so, obviously... A big loss um, coming on senior day, which, uh, you know, it's it's tough to take that kind of loss. I'm sure the girls are feeling a little heartbroken that their senior day for the seniors probably didn't end the way they wanted it to. Mm -hmm. um, but I think looking forward on the schedule, you know, they've got two more chances to kind of rally the troops, mm -hmm. um, get the two wins to end out the season before the tournament starts. Mm -hmm. um, and hopefully just solidify themselves, get their morals, you know, strengthened that we can do this. You know, we are the team to beat. You know, maybe maybe it doesn't show up necessarily in the standings because it's like any sport, you know, a couple goals go the wrong way. You know, one wrong pass leads to, you know, the inevitable. Mm -hmm. um, but I think we're all looking forward to seeing how the girls do, seeing what Coach Newberry can, can draw up 
scheme wise mm-hmm. and see how it ends in the regular season yeah yeah and absolutely like even during the interview we saw that this team has a very strong sense of unity and the girls seem to be playing along very well and it takes some time for a team to be smooth it takes some practice so i think they have a bright future ahead yeah i agree i mean there's a lot of um adaptability in the team i know they've gotten a lot of new members like you said um and it's it's kind of one of the funny things about collegiate sports specifically is when you look at sports on the pro level you've got people who stay with their teams for their whole career mm-hmm. you know we're talking 10 11 12 maybe even more years depending on the sport you know mm-hmm. someone like uh trying to think Jason Kelsey, we'll go with Jason Kelsey for the Philadelphia Eagles, played his whole career there so far. He's still playing, you know, well into his 30s, mm-hmm. you know, and in football, it's, you know, time to start thinking, you know, maybe it's time to settle down, you know, like how much more can my body take? Yeah. But then you take a look at collegiate sports and typically four years max, you know, you've got different things. I know our situation's different with COVID giving you know an extra year of eligibility and then you've got master's programs grad degrees Mm -hmm. different things like that that can add a few more years but even then collegiate programs have a much tougher challenge of finding that that unity that connection that team chemistry in -hmm. such a short time whereas you know pro sports they could they have a a lot more time to kind of find their identity as a squad yeah. And then also remember you get students like us who are transfer students and then you have to integrate these people that already have their beliefs about the sport, they already had connections to a different team and put them into your team as workmates, as teammates. So Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, you said it with student athletes like we are we're competing to the best of our abilities and also balancing a full-time job of studying keeping up with grades homework exams um and just kind of living in a sense a double life you know trying to to keep a consistency of performing well on the field on the bike in the pool on the track wherever but also performing well in the classroom which that's the main goal like getting an education and i mean also enjoying your sport but for student athletes your degree goes first most of the times yeah i mean to a degree i think you know (laughs) i think there's there's some times when athletics comes first Mm -hmm. but yeah you're right for the most part most people focus on their degree but i still root for those that that put athletics first and they're athlete students yeah yeah definitely those people who think about nationals coming around the corner but they know their exam tomorrow is going to be okay yeah yeah well let's look at the scores from the game on saturday i mean even though we lost two to five there were some moves um so i mean looking at the first half of the game um, we have a slow moving from our team like they mentioned that they start slow and then mm-hmm. 
they pick up the pace. So at minute 57, there first is first goal. First goal. And then again, at minute 67, yeah. a second goal. And that's hard when you go down 2-0. Uh, and I mean, 10 minutes, pretty that's pretty quick in a, yeah. in a match. You know, talking about a 90-minute game, two goals, 10 minutes. That's that's a lot, and they and you have to to pick yourself up by the bootstraps and and really try to dig back. And they do at minute seventy two, mm-hmm. uh, a big goal by Lauren Hawkley, mm-hmm. uh, kind of cutting that deficit in half. And that's kind of the moment where you're like, you know, this is it. Um, mm-hmm. But disaster strikes, two unanswered goals go against the Buffs, and they're down four one. And with that little time left in the game, only 10 minutes or so, not including stoppage time, mm-hmm. that's a that's a big challenge to try to come back from. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, Lauren was here for the interview, and she's a freshman mm-hmm. and an international student. So, I mean, scoring a goal for her at senior night game must have mm-hmm. been huge. For sure. Um, but there's also something I want to point out. The goals by Tennessee Wesleyan were mostly unassisted. Mm-hmm. Which it does prove how strong their players are. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, I mean, all five unassisted goals. And yeah. that's wild. Yeah. With how much you know you typically pass in in a game of soccer. Mm-hmm. But then we have the two goals by Milligan, both Lauren's goal and Angelina's goal, where they had people helping them. And I mean, this brings me to the idea of like that team effect that they have, that connection, mm-hmm. um, which I believe in the long run will be helpful for this team, like. There is a new coach. Coach Newberry has been here for a couple seasons. Mm-hmm. He's young. He's energetic. He's yeah. forming a team that is going to grow over the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, and Coach Newberry is awesome. Uh, he's got that winning mentality, a winning record to show for it in his previous coaching positions. Like I think he's going to be great for this team to mm-hmm. lead them into that the the victory mentality that Milligan's always looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And even, I mean, looking at the penalties, um, Tennessee had three penalties. We had two penalties. Um, I mean, that's a, a, another big, big thing there, winning the penalty battle, making sure that your team's not always on their heels. You can be on your toes attacking when you're not taking penalties. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's always up to the refs. Refs don't always make the right calls you know so it's hard to say you know were all of these penalties for either side were all these penalties right were they wrong was it the right call um but yeah either way you know playing a disciplined game keeping the penalties to a minimum Mm -hmm. so that way your team has the ability to get up there get in their face get a goal bring it back or push the lead out Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely um, I mean, then yellow cards, there were three 
There's only four yellow cards for Tennessee Wesleyan, mm-hmm. which maybe might tell us that a little bit of an aggressive game going on. Could have been, yeah. And I think Milligan had two Defensive. that game, so probably yeah. some retaliation after maybe, you know, the anger of of letting in one too many, you know, yeah. Yeah. letting letting in just just too much for them to come back from it. It weighs on you. It weighs on you emotionally, mm-hmm. um, and all the frustration. And and these girls, they fight hard for these games. You know, they yeah. go out there and they leave it all out there. So. Sometimes that means leaving your emotions out there, and maybe maybe the ref took it a little too much, you know. Yeah. So it, it's 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 difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like I mean, you go in and it's in your night and it's your home turf, and you go two down. Of course, I mm-hmm. bet they they start feeling a little bit angry and picking up the pace, like they told me before, like. They start slower, but then they pick up the pace and continue with their game. Mm-hmm. Um, so when is their next game? So their next game is going to be October 25th, and that is versus Union. So they'll be away. Um, okay. So it would be super big for them to win on the road mm-hmm. um, and get one more push of motivation before they come back home next weekend, October 28th. Nope. Sorry, reverse that. They are here against Union. They are away at Pikeville. So flip that. They are here on Wednesday. They are away on Saturday. So forget what I said. Win this home game. Take that energy to Pikeville. Put them on the pike. And bring home the dub. Uh, And those games are at 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. respectively. Mm -hmm. Okay, so 5 on Wednesday at Milligan. At Milligan, not at Union. Okay, 5 p.m. this Wednesday at Milligan. At Milligan. Mm -hmm. Come support the girls' soccer team at Milligan. Don't drive to Union. Yeah, let's go. Stay at Milligan. Stay at Milligan. Yeah, come support your local team. And then Saturday. Saturday at Pikeville. 5 p.m. Pikeville. 7 p.m. at Pikeville. Okay, 7 p.m. at Pikeville. We're not good at this schedule thing. Yeah. Mm, no, that's why we do radio. We, we talk. We, we don't look at the clock. Um, also, remember that you can watch online and follow the stats online at milliganbuffs.com slash sports. And very interactive website. Um, you can see the live online as well and follow your favorite players. Um, also follow uh, the women's soccer team on Instagram. It's a good way to keep up to date on what they're doing, where they're traveling, scores, and things like that. Awesome. And mm-hmm. really quickly, one big shout out to Miss Natalie Roper. Natalie, I hope that is how you say your last name. I'm sorry if I butchered it. But she is sitting fourth in the entire conference in points with 29 points this season. Wow, nice job, Good Natalie. Good job. Yeah. That is an impressive performance. Um, not too far off the lead in the points race. Um, obviously, points don't mean everything. It's a team sport. We're mm-hmm. looking for wins. But... Definitely want to acknowledge that. Only seven points behind, so, I mean, two good games for Milligan. Maybe she hops up a couple more spots. Maybe yeah. even could take the lead, question mark. Huh. I mean, that would be exciting. If we have some more 11-goal, 11 uh, 11-nil 11 games, you know, we might see <laughs> Natalie at the top. 
I hope so. That would be exciting. And I mean, that also portrays that Milligan has very strong players with experience and eagerness to play. Mm-hmm. So. For sure. Yeah, that's exciting. We have Tony here with all the exciting stats and insights and yeah, the analysis part of the game here. I'm the people person, but he does the all the stats and she's also sitting. I just saw this stat. She is third in goals in the conference. Okay. How With many goals does Natalie have? She has right twelve now? and the leader, um I'm gonna keep it a buck. I can't pronounce her last name, so I apologize to her. She's from Tennessee Westland. She's got seventeen. Okay. Um, so Natalie's not far behind. Like I said, couple couple big games. She's right there, you know. I know in mm. hockey it's the uh, the Rocket Richard Trophy for the most goals in a season. I don't know if uh, NAIA women's soccer has anything like that. Well, for um, the next but we'll interview. make her an honorary Rocket Richard Trophy yeah. to put in her dorm for sure. Sounds good. So Tony just volunteer for making her. No, 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 no. <laughs> I will oversee the project. I I am not making it. Okay, I might. I'll be. supervise. Okay, sounds good. Then I might be. The one making the trophy here. So oh, come no. on, Natalie, get like, get five more, get six more, <laughs> bring home that trophy that we're gonna make for you. That's probably going to be made out of popsicle sticks. <laughs> but it'll be the cutest trophy you'll the have. The cutest in your popsicle dr- stick trophy yeah. you've ever seen. Yeah, absolutely. Made with love, which is what matters. And wins. Yeah, wins and wins. Yeah, one popsicle stick per every goal you shoot. We're going to need a lot of popsicles. Like, we might want to start eating some just in case. Yeah, sounds good. That's a lot of popsicles. Maybe we should go get one. You know, today's pretty warm, so. Yeah, it's a a very nice day outside today. It got up into the 70s Fahrenheit. That's at least a few in centigrade. Yeah, it's about 17, 18 centigrade. Yeah. Yeah. For those who use centigrade on campus. But yeah, I mean, it's a nice day. Good day for some ice cream, perhaps. Yeah. A little a little after practice treat. Yeah. For those of you on the field. Yeah, actually, the girls are practicing right now. So they practice 3.30 to 5.30 p.m. every day. So, yeah, it wouldn't be a bad idea for Coach Newberry to just be like, girls, let's go get some popsicles. <laughs> yeah, and we'll take the sticks for this trophy we're going to make. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We should take So, Coach Newberry, stick. if you could keep the sticks, please. Yeah, we will absolutely we would appreciate, appreciate it. it. I don't have the funds, uh, being a broke college student, to go buy popsicles, but I think the school might. Yeah. I think they could spare a, a couple extra dollars <laughs> for some popsicles. <laughs> I think so. It might be helpful. Well, so two more games. Two more. One at home. One here versus Union. At 5 p.m. At 5 p.m. Be here at 5 p.m. on Wednesday. Support your friends, your teammates. Well, not your teammates. They'll be there. Support your friends, Mm -hmm. your classmates, maybe roommates if you're rooming with one of the girls. Yeah. Support your people. Keep the Milligan community alive, active, ferocious for a W. And then Saturday at Pikeville at 7 p.m. Can they watch that one online? Yeah, you can stream the games online. Okay, so definitely watch that game. Record yourself watching the game. Post it on Instagram. Tag women's soccer. Show your support. Mm -hmm. Get the vibes flowing for these last two games of the regular season before we head into the, the AAC tournament. 
Uh, I believe the tournament runs 10 spots deep. So as far as I'm aware, Milligan is still in it. Mm -hmm. Um, But these two, if they get these two wins right at the end, they'll solidify that spot. Being in in eighth place, um, maybe even move up a couple spots, a couple Mm -hmm. spots in the bracket, make their games... Uh, I, I don't. I hesitate to say easier. I mean, I think any team in our conference could show up any day, mm-hmm. make a route of anything. I think you know. Right now, it's uh, true at McConnell on top. You never know. You know. I mean, anything could happen. Absolutely. And we have three seniors playing these two games: Brooklyn Smith, Ella Sauer, and McKenna Wilkins. So, I mean, let's give these three seniors a good end of their season. Good send-off, if nothing, if they don't return. We hope they return. We hope all of the girls come back for a grad degree or anything, keep the team together. But definitely want to show up, show out for what could be their last home game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, so we'll stay tuned for the results of the next games. And hopefully we can give them some scores and updates and bring the girls back as well. That'll hopefully we have some good news to report next week. Yeah, I hope so too. But we'll stay tuned. See Two more happens. games. Yes. Uh, any other big game days today that we're aware of? Um, Do we know? Let's look it up. Look inside athletics perchance. Inside athletics. We should have been a little more prepared. Milligan University. Hey, we're, we're having a conversation. Listeners are enjoying it, hopefully. If you're in Let's your car, see. I hope you're not stuck in traffic. All right, coming up soon, uh, it looks like there is a women's golf match tomorrow. Okay. There is women's volleyball tomorrow at 6.30 mm-hmm. um, versus Kentucky Christian. So okay. come support that. Um, then you've got the women's soccer game on Wednesday mm-hmm. uh, versus Union at Milligan mm-hmm. at 5 p.m. Men's soccer game following 7 p.m. also against Union. Mm-hmm. So you have enough time to go grab yourself some dinner and then come back for the men's soccer game. After Hopefully, the but soccer. you will want to rush. I promise you, you don't want to miss that men's soccer game. That team has been on fire this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember not too long ago they scored 17 goals in one game. I mean, what? That is epic. Like, they are literally on fire. Literally every time they touch the ball, it's going in the net. Mm-hmm. Literally every time. Yeah, they're quick. And then there's women vo- women's volleyball on the 27th. So that'll be Friday. That's Friday. Uh, mm-hmm. But that game is away. So don't Rainheart. head to the field house yes. on Friday. Yes. You won't be met by any sports. Yes. You'll be met by people working out. Which, I mean... It's good to watch. I mean, you could watch. <laughs> I mean, maybe you. find some motivation to start working out yourself <laughs> or uh, whatever else. But just don't expect a volleyball game on Friday at Milligan. Yes, it will be at Reinhardt. And also on... Day 28, which is Saturday, Women's Gold will be playing at the Buzz Invitational, hosted also away by Emery and Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, um, 
It's and like then bowling. Bowling as well. Shout yeah. out to the bowling team. I've got a few bowlers in my humanities class at two with uh, Steve and Aller, So shout out to those guys and gals. Uh, go knock down some pins. Mm-hmm. Women's and men's bowling playing on the 20 si- 28th. Yes. And yep. then we have women's volleyball once again away not at the field house on october 28th at 1 p.m so a lot going on saturday and then obviously we've mentioned it men's and women's soccer at pikeville on saturday Mm -hmm. men's is 5 p.m women's is 7 Mm -hmm. a little shameless plug the cycling team also has a race on saturday at lee's mccray first Mm -hmm. race of the cyclocross season yeah i'm excited I know you're excited. I'm excited. The rest of the team is feeling it. I think this season's going to go really well for the cycling team. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, uh, let's see. Last season, Eli, Elijah Johnson, was the conference cross champion. Mm -hmm. Um, So I know he's definitely ready to defend that title, um, along with Brody, Aiden, Evan, all of the other members Trevor might race. Yeah, we also have a strong women's team this year. Sam, we have Miriam, um, we have Julia, we have Is Michaela. Is Michaela Morgan. I hope Michaela's doing it. She was here for an interview and she said she she was going to look into it. So I hope Michaela is also participating in the cross season. She's a very strong rider. Um, so yeah, we have a good team. It should be fun. Um, what's the forecast for this weekend? Do we uh-huh. have any rain? Maybe, perhaps, a muddy cross race. Listen, muddy cross races are as fun as they are for the audience as they are for the riders. The laundry machine part is the most exciting. The one where you walk into your house and your mom yells at you. Or if you walk into campus... And your roommate yells at you <laughs> yeah. for tracking mud everywhere. Yeah. And then yep. you have to clean the whole building. And then you, from top to bottom, yeah. the mud smears. It doesn't get cleaned up. Like, you'll never get it all off. No. And you have to do your laundry separate because mm-hmm. there's mud everywhere. And it will just get everything else muddy. And RIP to the washing machines in Webb, in Sutton, in Hart. Um, yeah. Hopefully, they're prepared for what could happen. Luckily, or maybe unluckily, for those of you who like muddy cyclocross, which I don't know how many people out there know exactly what cross is, but muddy or no muddy, whichever you prefer, it's unlikely to be muddy this weekend for our first race. Okay, uh, so it's looking pretty race. sunny the whole week, a little clouded. A little cloudy (laughs) uh, on Saturday, but weather looks good. Pretty, Mm -hmm. pretty cool uh, because we'll likely race in the in the morning. um, So upper fifties. Okay, a little cool. So we'll probably be wearing long uniforms for that race. Long sleeves. Yeah. How's the weather looking for women's soccer this Wednesday for the game? Let's see. At around five p.m. For the women's soccer in Johnson City. I mean, also, fair warning, we are not the weather people. We are just telling you what the forecast says. I don't know if the meteorologists are weather people, because I swear, every time they say it's going to rain, it's sunny. And every time they promise me that I won't get wet when I step outside, 
it's like a tsunami is crashing over Elizabethan, Tennessee. Yeah. And my shoes get flooded. <laughs> and I can't stand it. I hate it when my shoes are wet and my socks are wet. It is the worst feeling maybe in the world. Yeah. It seems like we need to get Tony B a pair of boots, a pair of nice rain boots for these unforeseen rains that we have in Elizabethtown and Johnson City and the Milligan University campus. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Wednesday, women's soccer game. Also men's soccer game. Uh, weather looks really, really nice. Yeah. Uh, we're talking Tell in us more the 70s. Three percent chance of rain, what? so no mud. Hopefully, that means the field won't get destroyed mm-hmm. uh, through all the sliding and cleats and everything else. Mm-hmm. And it also means that Tony's shoes are not getting wet. That's awesome. And also, it might be a good idea for the people to bring popsicles. And you know, we could bring some popsicles. Keep your sticks, and we're gonna all k- make a trophy for Natalie to congratulate her whether first place or not on an amazing season for her. Um, I know she's definitely excited about it. Uh, the whole team's yeah. excited for her. Uh, so maybe maybe we'll make it an unofficial thing. You know, Penn State, they're known for the whiteout games for football. Yeah. Milligan, we, Buff Nation, are going to do a popsicle game on Wednesday, BYOP. I can't afford to give everyone here a popsicle, <laughs> but bring a popsicle, keep the sticks, mm-hmm. we'll collect them if we're there. Hopefully we're there. Hopefully nothing comes up. Yeah. And we're going to make a popsicle stick trophy for Natalie. Yeah. Sounds like a good plan. Let's do it. Yeah. So those are the updates of what's going. Come support your teams. Come support your people. If you can come watch live. I mean, watch online, keep up with the updates, and also social media. A lot of our teams are active in social media. So, yeah. Do you have anything else to add? I mean, we're almost to the end of our show, which is kind of sad. It's always sad to say goodbye. It reminds me of Bear in the Big Blue House. Yeah. Did you watch that show? No. So it's this, uh, it's a show that used to run on Disney Channel called Bear in the Big Blue House, Mm -hmm. and it was about a bear in a big blue house. And every time an episode would end, they would always sing the goodbye song. Are you going to sing for us? Absolutely not. (laughs) Mostly because I don't remember the words. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Well, um, so next week we have an interview with political science peeps. Um comments questions concerns you're a political science major well double major because you're also business but why don't you give us a little preview of what you'll be talking about well we are going to be talking about democracy and we are going to be talking about our midterm project Mm. which we had the option to decide whether china or russia we're more likely to democratize. Mm-hmm. So we'll have one student arguing for Russia being more likely to democratize and one stu- student arguing for China. So if you're listening to this and you're going to be tuning in on Monday, you better study your 
Chinese and Russian history because political science students are going to come heavy on you with history, facts, data, and good argument and conversation. And do we have independent fact checkers for this uh, this session? Well, they'll be bringing their research. Can we get Dr. Is it Dr. Edmonds, right? Dr. Edmonds, Can yeah. we get Dr. Edmonds in here as an independent fact checker? I mean, that would be great. We can email, check. Email yeah. Dr. Edmonds. Yeah. We and get her in here. Yeah. I yeah. think she would like it. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I, I will reach out to her and see if she could make it that day and be our independent fact checker. That would be great. And we'll add to the debate. But if not, I hope she's able to listen yeah. from her office or her car or her house. Who knows? And know that, that her teaching is making a difference. Oh, I absolutely. think that's huge. Yeah. Like, as a professor, like knowing and seeing your students apply what you teach them in the classroom, like that's got to be an amazing feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And when I reached to people about this, like they were very excited. So it's going to be interesting to see how the conversation goes because the debate in class was on fire <laughs> i mean the class wasn't on fire we didn't well, turn on the fire alarm. didn't burn down <laughs> yeah i'm like hard or sudden if you live on too campus you know? soon. <laughs> Oops. stop leaving your popcorn in the microwaves public it, service announcement stop burning your popcorn yeah well <laughs> or, i mean i don't know what's going on up at heart but i guarantee the firefighters are getting a little perturbed with how much they're out here i feel like every day i see like three just like rolling into campus yeah so I mean, oh well it happens it happens to the best of us let me tell you about this story we're not <laughs> i know what story you're talking about we're not going to talk about the time that i burnt garlic bread in the, in the microwave, microwave last year yeah and triggered the fire alarm at like unforeseenable hours of night it was like nine o'clock well, what if some people have practice early in the morning the next day? I had to get up early the next day. I was fine. Yeah. I'm sure they were fine. Okay. But the garlic bread was not R. fine. R.I.P. garlic bread. Friends. And the plate wasn't <laughs> fine either because the garlic bread got so hot that it melted the plate. Yeah. The plate was about to catch on fire inside the microwave. <laughs> what do you expect when you find a free microwave? Yeah. Use yeah. it. Use yeah. it. Hopefully. Use it till it melts. Yeah, don't or burn up. the building down. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, fire safety lesson. Fire safety. Yeah. Fire extinguishers. Right. Know yeah. how to use them. Pull. Pull the pin. Don't actually touch the fire extinguishers. Yeah. Also, make sure you're pointing it toward the But pull the, the pin. Point. Point the nozzle. Pull the trigger. Leave the fire extinguishers for the professionals. Like, yeah. Yeah. And And honestly, don't. Don't try to fight the fire. Like, we have firefighters around for a reason. Yeah, no. Just get out. Make sure you're safe. Exit the building calmly. Make sure you're safe. If you have roommates, make sure they're safe. Yeah. Grab your turtle, your fish. No pets. There's no pets. There are turtles and fish around here. What? Yeah. You can have turtles and fish? Yeah. Are you sure? As far as I'm aware, yes. I feel like that might be fake news, but if it's not, I'm sad that I went this long this semester without having a pet turtle. That would be the biggest, that would be my womp womp moment of the week. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. 
we may make that a, a small segment. Tony's womp womp moment of the week. <laughs> yeah. Womp womp. We could make that a small segment. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Well, so tune in next Monday at next Monday, 4 p.m. 4 p.m. To listen we to... We will be here. We hope that you're not in the studio. Well, I mean, if you want to be in the studio, that's uh, fine. But it's going to get a little crowded. Yeah. So... Yeah. And bring your own chair. We don't have enough chairs for everybody. But we hope you listen in. Yeah. Uh, and that yeah. We'll, we'll be with you spiritually. Yeah. That'd be helpful. Emotionally. Yeah. And you can listen from 90.5 FM on your radio, on your car. But if you're outside Johnson City or Elizabethton or the reception gets a little bit... Yeah, you know, there's a solution for that. Moment. Yeah, Buffalo Mountain Womp womp moment. moment of the week, for real. <laughs> Shout yes. out to the Magnus Brothers. We were trying to uh, listen to your show the other week, uh, coming back from Buffalo Mountain, uh, and it was just static, which was really sad, because they yes. always have a good show. Yes. So if you are unable to listen because there is bad reception, remember that you can always tune in online. Online. Yeah. Online. What? Tell them, Sammy. Where do they go online? You go online to milliganradio.com. Milliganradio.com. There you go. That's it. That's all you got to know. Yeah. So, well, we wish you a great rest of your day. And we hope you are well. No one moments this week. And enjoy some popsicles. See you next week. God bless everyone. Yeah, there we go.